Today's Bible reading is Daniel chapter 1. Now, this is a pretty famous story. So the people of Israel, uh, well, Israel has gone, destroyed by Assyria, and they will eventually be the Samaritans. Judah has been exiled into Babylon, and Daniel and some of his friends are being taken because they are promising young men. Now, the part that we're really looking at here is that as they are being trained to be a part of Babylon's royal court uh, and men of wisdom, they may or may not be eunuchs. Uh, I've thought of the, I've heard that before, but they are being cared for because they're an investment. They are an investment from Babylon to say, we want people from all these different nations to buy in to what Babylon is about, which is the sum uh, total of all these different cultures. And Daniel and his friends who will become Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but are currently being called Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, they don't eat the food that is being given to them. Now, there's a lot of questions of why, because I've heard people say, oh, I'm going to do a Daniel fast. I'm only going to eat vegetables and drink water. Now, that is not inherently bad or wrong, but the question is why. I think some people will think that, oh, it must be holy. It must be a holy kind of fast. That's why they did it, and that it is special in and of themselves. But we have to remember the context here. Daniel and his friends are exiled they presumably do not have readily available a copy of the Levitical law. We don't know how well they have followed the Levitical law before that. So Daniel and his friends, all they have is this knowledge that they're in a foreign land and they are being asked to eat and drink things that we presume would many of those meats would probably have been sacrificed to idols or being used as a thanksgiving offering to those idols. And for them, why is it that they aren't going to eat these things? Because they don't know how close the line is. You know, a lot of times for us, when we think about <clears throat> what can I do, we're really asking the question of how close to sin can I get before it's actually sin? And Daniel and his friends here have a completely different view. They understand that God is holy. They understand that God wants them to live a certain way, and that includes what they eat, but they don't know what to eat and what not to eat. So instead of saying, how close can I get before I sin? They're saying, let's go as far away from sin as possible. Let us go just what we know for sure is going to be safe, which is let's just drink water and eat vegetables because let's be real. No one sacrifices vegetables to the idols. Um, and what happens? God sees their faith, right? And he uses it and they actually are better than the ones that eat the food and that eat the meat. Now, I think about this, this a lot in terms of the context that we're in, because how many of us have bought into not only the goals of this world, but the systems of this world that says, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be an engineer, if you want to be this or that, then these are the things that you have to do because everybody else is doing them. You have to stop going to church on Sunday. You can't be leading a Bible study. You can't be going to a Bible study. You can't serve. You can't go volunteer on the weekends because you need to spend that time doing this. You need to have this on your resume and have all of these things. And then even when we work, we feel that way. I got to stay the latest. I got to do all of the things because that's how I get ahead, quote 
quote unquote ahead in this life. And I think that this is a reminder not only of what is our heart towards sin, right? Are we trying to get as close as possible? But what are our what is our heart towards the good things that God has for us? And do we really trust and believe that if we do things God's way, that his ways will be better? Many times, even in an earthly standard. Now, we don't want to be prosperity gospel, of course, right? That if you just do such and such. But this is what Daniel and his friends are understanding. That if we put our trust in God and we follow him as best as we know how, because we understand we are saved by grace, then we also trust he will provide for us. And it's not about the food, guys. It's not about the food. It's not about, I'm going to do a Daniel fast so I can get a better uh, promotion. I think about 1 Corinthians 8, and if you want to cross reference read for today. It's a great one because Paul is talking to people who are struggling with the same question of, should I eat this food that I know is sacrificed to idols? And basically he tells them uh, in 1 Corinthians 8, 8, food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. That it ultimately is not about how, what do I do and is this sin or not, but what is our heart towards it? And do we trust that God is going, that if God asks us to walk down a way that he is going to make a way. And I think for all of you who are in school, who are applying to school, who are applying for jobs or working in jobs or even parenting kids or trying to have a marriage, don't just buy into the patterns of the world. Do not be conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and that in the mind of Christ.